Welcome to Taming Tech, the podcast, episode three. I'm Kathleen Auger. Hi there. I am Paul Auger, and I am sitting next to Kathleen Auger. In today's episode, we speak to Marily Portas from Dubé and Portas, a group of social medi- medical social workers. Medical social workers based in Johannesburg. Dubé Potters is five years old and has grown quite quickly in that time. Often when companies are growing quickly, they have to spend a lot of money on tech. Dubé Potters has simplified that process. They have made it work for them. They have utilized the G Suite um, applications to run their companies and their systems to manage their staff. And this has resulted in them not having to have huge capital outlays whenever they onboard a new staff member. It has also meant that they haven't had to spend huge amounts of money on buying customized systems for themselves. They haven't had to buy on-site servers. They haven't had to employ IT people to set up those on-site servers and to support their staff. These staff are also located in various locations and hospitals around Gauteng, a province in South Africa. This has meant that they need to find innovative ways to manage and collate their staff and their systems across all those different regions. And the staff are not just sitting at computers the whole day. They're interacting with patients. They're getting emails on their phones. They are talking with patients and patients' families on video chat for most of the day. So they need something that is quite flexible and quite easy to understand and quite easy to implement for every single one of their staff. Yeah. Being medical social workers, their emphasis, their focus isn't on technology. Technology must be in the background and it must just work for them. And they've got that right. We are recording this during COVID. And so when Paul was speaking to Marilee in this episode, we're talking to them at a highly stressful time. They are first line workers um, in hospitals dealing with the very strenuous protocols that COVID requires. Um, They are fulfilling more functions that they normally fulfill because family members in hospital aren't able to see their family, etc, etc. So what's been really great to see is that their systems have worked through this and continue to work for them. Um, They haven't had to change anything, it's just been flexible and it's supported them through this change. The thing that that you'll get from this episode is that and Marilee was a bit concerned about this, is that being on a, on a technology podcast, she said to us, but she isn't a technology person. And I think that that was actually the point of this podcast episode, is that because she wasn't a technology person, she wasn't going to go into highly technical explanations about things. She just wanted the, the systems that she had put in place to work for her and her staff. What I really like about that is that we always are focused on not just the technology, but the people. Um, in this podcast, we're exp- exploring people behind the technology and people using the technology. Technology is great. We love technology. Agreed. But it must work for people and, mu- and people must be able to work with it. And with Paul's background as a teacher, he always is concerned about how people adopt technology and how to, and people adopt things in different ways. Just as we learn in different ways, people adopt in different ways. And we thought that Dubé Potos was a really great example of people who aren't typically technology focused um, and are focused around human beings and human being health, physical and mental health, and how technology can support that. 
If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking about starting a company or you've already started a company and you're looking for ideas on clever ways to utilize technology and bootstrap it and not spend a fortune, this might give you some ideas. If you are interested in becoming a medical social worker, this could also be a really great podcast for you to listen to because you can speak to somebody who has years of experience um, and you can find out what is required of medical social workers and the environments in which they are working in. So if you are interested in G Suite or Office 365 or any cloud applications, this will give you an idea of how normal people interact with that technology on a daily basis. So let's get into the interview. How's it, Marley? How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. And you? I'm fine, thanks. I, I'm not running around um, in hospitals. I'm working from home today, so everything's good. Um, and like you, you sort of like are at home now, but you have been at hospitals, I assume. Yes, not working from home. Okay. So what we normally do to start off this podcast is we normally do a quick questions to allow the listeners to understand who you are and get a little bit of a background about you quite quickly. So quick questions, quickly. Here we go. Are you a morning person or a night person? Definitely morning person. Okay, so you're one of those irritating people that sort of like jump out of bed and sort of like just go, hello, morning, and you've got sort of like <laughs> birds tweeting around your head like a bloody Disney princess. Yeah, in fact, when I was a child, my parents didn't have to wake me up for school. Oh, God, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even say that's a good answer because it's a, like it's a terrible answer. I disagree with you intensely on that one. Okay, next one. So if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? So I am not the average Afrikaans girl that likes to cook. If I don't have to cook tonight, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> is it is it the is it the cooking thing that sort of like upsets you? The the trying to get ideas and inspiration on what to cook? What is it that sort of like messes with you? Yeah, I'm not really good at it, not really interested in it, and yeah, just don't like it. Okay, so do your kids sort of like entertain themselves and feed themselves, or do you kind of go, oh God, it's five o'clock, I have to make something? Now, unfortunately, I have to make something. But, um, we do appreciate the occasional takeaway as well. <laughs> okay, okay, that sounds good. I think that during lockdown, it was it was one of the things that actually frustrated me. Like, I, it's Friday now. I'd like to have some takeaway, and I just couldn't. It, it, it just yes. It was very weird for me. Um, no, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to cook seven days a week, three times a day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What is your best piece of advice that you've ever been given? So on a personal note, I think that something that I've used since I was young, a student or maybe started my first job, mm. one of my supervisors told me that when you do feel a bit down and off, you know, not like not having a good day, you feel like you want to just wear tracksuits, not bath, wash your hair, yeah. but then do it. Get out your prettiest dress, put in effort with your hair and your makeup, and then, you know, they will turn out different. And I've been doing that all my life. And I think it does make a difference. Well, I'm going to take that under my wing. I'm not going to do the makeup yet. Um, also, <laughs> like, I'll ease into that, I think. Um, what is your favorite piece of technology? 
Well, currently, <laughs> it is my Samsung S20 Note phone, which is yes. brand new, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you love about it? The size of the screen, the fact that it says Samsung along the top? Well, yeah, I just, it, it takes the most amazing pictures. I do yeah. like the size, but yeah, I'm sure that probably not even using half of what I can use it. My teenagers are very, very jealous. Yeah. But yeah, it's an awesome phone. My mother, my mother sort of like had a, a very amazing computer that was handed down by us to her as a secondhand computer for her to check her emails. And she always used the expression. It's like she's sitting in a Ferrari playing with the radio. So that might be the same thing with your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what was your first computer experience where did you first touch a computer where did someone say hey have you tried this thing what is your first computer experience i'm going to have to reveal my age <laughs> it's okay We're, it's a safe space this <laughs> there's no one listening probably in varsity so okay. i actually remember that far back I wasn't that into them because as a social worker, it's not really, you know, part of your job until yes. much later. And now that you've got your new phone, okay, have you already set it up with a different cell phone wallpaper? Is it, is it, has it happened yet <laughs> or are you still on the default wallpaper? No, no, no. I yes. change my wallpaper every second day. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> because I love it. I am quite a sucker for little motivational quotes. Okay. And so much, there's hundreds of free wallpaper that you can download, which I'm sure you're well aware of. Yes. And choose the one that's nicer than the other. So just change it and it's just nice. Every day you open your phone, you have a new one. Okay. So share what, share what this one is currently. What is this one saying? What kind of motivation um, is it? Is it saying... Well, is it nice to Paul, or is it saying? You. No, this is a. So just a bright, sparkly one with very, flowers, yes. and <laughs> that's very tie-dye seventies, sixties. Um, <laughs> love is all around us, kind of wallpaper. I like it. I like it. Oh. Okay, so getting to the the meat and potatoes of the podcast, what on earth? is a medical social worker. What's, what's the difference between a medical social worker, which is what you guys are doing, and I'm gonna do in inverted commas, a normal social worker. I mean, we see the, the movies where the social worker comes around to a, a bad house where there's drugs and everything like that, and they take the children away. What is, is, is that anywhere close to what you're doing or what, what is a medical social worker? Yeah, so I think an, a social worker as such um, is it, we are, advocates for the less you know the, the less fortunate vulnerable people mm. and we to enhance their social circumstances so yeah the wealthy social workers you know they would take children away that's being abused or alcohol so we don't do any of those things we also don't have um, statutory rights which means that you can go to court so the medical social worker also enhances the patient's social circumstances but we focus on their illness 
So we educate them and we put them in, in contact with all kinds of resources so that when they go home, they're safe and, you know, their family, their family can actually look after them. I think, I think normally a hospital is a terrifying experience. You don't know exactly what's happening. The doctor might not have the best bedside manner. Um, they're using words that you don't understand. Um, people are coming into the room and injecting you with stuff all the time. And now with um, COVID, it's even worse because you can't have your, your person next to you. You can't have your support, your spouse, your children, your family next to you. So are you a emotional support as well? Are you, what, what is, Yes. I mean, as, a, as an IT person, I often said that my, my, um, my job was about holding people's hands and guiding them through technology sometimes. As, uh, is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah, so I think we can be seen as the link between the family, the patient and the hospital. And the hospital means everyone working there from doctor to physio to whoever, you know, treats the patient. Um, yeah. yeah, and just giving them a lot of education and um, just supporting them emotionally to get through it. So there's a lot of communication that's actually in your job. Yes, yeah. Okay. So, I mean... <sighs> As I said, the hospital is stressful, social work is stressful. Um, your staff are in various different hospitals in and around Gauteng uh, in South Africa. Um, they often are only the, the they are often the only social worker in that hospital. So I mean that's stressful. And now again with COVID on top of that, you guys can't even meet and get together. Um, so my question is, you only had your first in-person meet two days ago. How do you coordinate with your staff? How do you, how do you sort of like talk to your staff? How do you manage a company when everyone's so in so many different places? So um, we used to meet with them before COVID, but mm. since then we just we just had to use the technology that we have. Um, so social workers, our profession, we have to have supervision. That means that you discuss um, your cases with a more experienced social worker. So my business partner fulfills that role in our practice and she sees every social worker every week and they can then, you know, discuss their cases with her, but also it gives them an opportunity to offload and debrief with her about everything that they experienced. Yeah. So, so are you guys um, doing that in person? Are you doing that um, via Google Meet? So she used to do it in person. She would go to each hospital, visit them once a week, um, according to her calendar. But now in the last six months, we've been using Hangouts. Okay, cool. So she's... And how is she doing? I, I do know that um, Monica, your business partner, um, is older. Let's say that as a, as a nice way of saying it. <laughs> um, how old is Monica? Um, she's 70. Okay. So she's very experienced um, yes. social worker. They are very privileged to learn from her. Hmm. And I'm very proud to say that she has managed to use Hangouts very well. Um, the only frustration is, you know, the Wi-Fi connection. But hmm. she could jump on her calendar and, you know, meet with them every week, um, see them face to face. She said it's very hard when they sometimes sit and cry in their office alone. She can't touch them and give them a hug. But yeah, yeah. she could 
the fact that she could see their face, you know, made a difference than, than a telephone call. Obviously, when the connection was bad, you know, she would phone them. But, um, and she also sometimes used WhatsApp video calls, but mostly we did it with, with Hangouts. What, what I have found, um, just to sort of like go into that a little bit, is that with hospitals, there's a weird thing that happens at hospitals. When you sort of like you go to a hospital, sometimes your remote for your car doesn't work properly. And sometimes your cell phone doesn't connect properly. Is that because of all the x-rays and everything like that, that they've got running around? It just feels like there's, hospitals are almost like dead spots in terms of cell phone signal and, and things like that. Yeah, I think it's really bad. The connection is very bad. I mean, you know, at our hospital as well, it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, it's yeah. quite amazing. It's sort of like you almost walk into this dead spot and, and you yeah. kind of go, well, fortunately, you do have Wi-Fi because sometimes, I mean, I, sometimes if I have to WhatsApp people, the Wi-Fi doesn't go through, but SMSs sometimes go through. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely quite frustrating. Now, you're talking about Monica and the fact that she's speaking to people in this situation, which is quite stressful, and, and she can't reach out and touch them, and she can't give them a hug. How do you guys manage these kind of stresses for yourself and your staff? Um, yeah, so I think we practice what we preach, which is that you need to talk to people when things are too much. So, you know, they do talk to us. Um, we give them time off, you know, day off. Uh, we made sure that all our staff took leave during some time in COVID. You know, we forced them to just take a bit of time off. Um, but yeah, if we, if we arrange regular group, um, you know, debriefing sessions with psychologists, with some of our colleagues, um, and if they need individual sessions. But because Monica is such an experienced social worker with about 40 years of experience, um, and she also has a master's degree, she's very good, you know, in... in and also she's got very close relationships with them each. So, so she basically, you know, are able to deal with their feelings. Yeah, I mean, otherwise we encourage, um, we have quite a young um, staff, you know, they're in age. So most of them are fit, um, eat healthy, you know, do sports because I think in our profession, it's something that we encourage patients to do. Yes. So it's also that we do because it is quite, quite a stressful job. Yeah, no, I would, I definitely think so. Um, I think RT is stressful, and I think no one's going to start crying. Actually, people might start crying. I'm going to, to like ignore that one. Let's not let's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, social work and RT yeah. are as bad as each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, so now the, the the fact is that you guys started your company five years ago, if I'm correct. Yes, June okay. 2015. Okay, so five years ago. And in that time, you guys have grown dramatically. Um, you, you, started, you started with just one or two people in one hospital, and you now are at how many hospitals and how many staff? So we have uh, 23 staff. Okay. Um, and I think we may be at 28 hospitals. Okay. Yeah, no, so, so how has, how has the, the fact that you guys are in different hospitals You've got so many different people to, to deal with. How has technology managed to keep up with this growth? And I think that a lot of people who are starting their own company are, are going, that, going that route and saying, well, if I put something in place here, how does it scale with me? And what, what are your insights for that for other people that are hoping to go through the same kind of growth as you guys? Yeah, so I think I, I can't even imagine 
doing it without technology. Um, you know, we get referrals, so we're dependent on referrals, obviously, to make money. Um, yeah. And we get referrals via WhatsApp or emails. Um, so the fact that the social workers have cell phones um, and also laptops, but you can't, you know, have your laptop at the hospital all the time open. Yeah. So that, the whole Google Drive thing has been really great because most of them have their emails on their phones if there's an urgent because it could happen that you get a referral and then you home, you know, you drive all the way home and then you see yeah. at home, oh, there was another referral, drive all the way back. So I think that that has helped. And also to communicate, you know, with WhatsApp, uh, with each other, to say that I'm running late or families are running late or, yeah. So, I mean, I just can't imagine them doing this job without technology. Look, the, 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 thing, the thing for me is that obviously, Email is important on your phones, important. But the, the thing for me is that if you're looking at what you guys are dealing with, people who are under stress, they've got emotional things, they're alone in the hospital and stuff like that, they need to have someone there. And I think the fact yeah. that you guys actually have someone that can get an email says that this person's there now is quite important. Um, so you basically, you've said that you guys use email, you use Google Drive. Um, Obviously, there's calendars that you guys share with each other. Um, if someone goes to a particular hospital, there's certain people they want to meet with. So it seems like you guys are actually using a lot of the, um, the cloud functionality of G Suite. Actually, it's, it's in the last couple of days, it's not called, not called G Suite anymore. It's not called Google Workspace because that just upsets the whole Apple cart. Normally, a, a person would be at work and then they sort of like they have to stay at work to do all their admin. You guys are now sort of like more flexible. You, you say that they're at work, they can work on their phones, they can work on their laptops, they can go home, they can work, do their admin at home, they can do all of these things. If you guys had servers and you had things like that that were on a specific site, it wouldn't be as easy for your staff to work. Yeah, no. Um, I think, you know, you know that we work with other practices. Um, and there are some very smart, very expensive programs for allied health professionals out there, which I don't even know about. I mean, we, I don't think we're the only ones I've, I've found out that there are actually smaller practices that also uses this. But for us, it's been amazing because, you know, like you, you, basic thing that we need to do is daily stats which they do in a spreadsheet and we even share those with our external company that does our billing mm. um they've created you know a folder that they can that they can get our stats so that we don't have to export them into excel sheets you know so they use now they've we force them basically to use google drive to also open that so that's the main thing that you would go to work and then there's a mistake on your stats. And because that's, you know, the main part of our business is billing, they need to be able to change that quickly. So that's very nice. Um, and then, yeah, just to have all the forms and the emails available, um, all the files that we have sharing. I mean, you can have basically get anything you need to do quickly. Hmm. So if I give you an example, I, the other day I was, um, I was at a coffee shop and one of the social workers needed an urgent letter from me, like she needed it right now. And I could go onto the drive down, you know, write something on our letterhead and share it with her. And there she had the letter to go to the doctor so that, you know, she could get whatever she wanted to. So that's been amazing. You know, the, the thing is that, that often when, when people 
talk to me or whatever, they say, okay, well, our two options for, for email productivity are Office 365 or Microsoft 365. Everyone's changing their bloody names now. So Microsoft 365 or G Suite or Workspace, um, which would you recommend? And it's like, it's one of those things that I kind of go, well, it depends. It's like, it depends on what your staff complement looks like, what your needs are, what everything. And I think the thing that's, that's interesting with you is that you do have a fairly young um, staff and your staff have all grown up um, Gmail address. They've all grown up with everything cloud-based. Um, we're not gonna give away your age or my age, um, but we were around from before there was internet. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, and then the internet that did come around sort of like made beep beep noises when you sort of like had to connect. Um, yeah. so I think, I think for you guys, the, the, the Google G Suite has been more of a, an implementation, uh, easier an implementation than something like an Office 365 or a Microsoft 365, because your staff have already bought into the ecosystem. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, most of the universities are using it as well. So definitely Tikis does. Um, and, you know, we have quite a few of our staff members that studied there. Yeah. So yeah, they, I mean, they have actually, when we started using it, taught us a few things about, you know, sharing before we did your courses, um, you know, they could show us stuff. So, I mean, we do have a few older ones that struggles, but I think once you get the gist of it, that it's very similar, you know, instead of saving you sharing or you make a copy, that's, yeah. So it is, it's been, I think they all enjoy it a lot. Yeah, you, you talk about the saving. I, I still have this, this, this unconscious habit of pushing control S on my keyboard to save, <laughs> kind of going, oh, it's, it's already saved. I must stop doing that, but it's, it's definitely, yeah. a, it's definitely a habit of mine or like, where is the save button? Are you sure you've got it? Yeah, no, you have to, I think the, the thing is you have to make a copy, you know, you need to make a copy before you start a document. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. So it's just a little bit of a mind shift, but once you are in it and you know, all the benefits, um, so most of ours have also use hangouts to WhatsApp each other, you know, instead of WhatsApp actually, so they use uh, the, hangouts. The Google chat. Yeah, the Google yes, chat. yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. how they communicate um, when the admin girls wants, you know, documents from them or they want stats done or whatever. We basically communicate on that. So that's also nice. Yeah, I think I think the, the thing that's also nice is you did speak about the fact that other um, practices have software that they use to manage everything like that. Um, the software sometimes can be a hell of a um, outlay in terms of um, capital and it's it's something that a lot of small companies can't actually handle. They can't handle that kind of capital outlay. Um, and what you guys have done is you've said, okay, well, we've got five people, so we'll have five email addresses. And then when you've got 10 people and you have 10 email addresses, and it scales with you. So the more people that you have, the, the everything scales with that, which is quite nice. Um, you yeah. also don't use any sort of like on-site IT people um, to come and install Word or come and install Excel. So that helps a lot. Um, so as we, we spoke about earlier, there's a lot of communication that you guys do with your staff and your patients and things like that. Is there one product that you use more than anything else? So I think for, for communicating with families um, and you know doctors at the hospitals, definitely emails. Mm. Um, 
doing use the email. So I think that's why it's also nice. I mean, I know, you know, generally you would think that you shouldn't have your work email on your phone, but in our situation where you have to communicate, you know, you email someone from overseas these days also, you know, not even before COVID, um, we have a lot of patients where the children, which is, you know, our age are overseas and it's like an 80 year old lady here where, you know, her, so we communicate to the son in USA and the daughter in, in, in the UK. So those emails works well for that. Um, and then we do use Hangouts um, to communicate with each other internally in our practice. But then since we had COVID, um, We've actually also used, you know, WhatsApp calls, but also hangouts with families um, because we were the person in the hospital. So they would like to see their family member as no one was allowed to visit. So yeah. we found you know, many people have Gmail addresses or maybe it's they don't have it, but it's an, an easy free thing to create. So we used that quite a lot so that they could actually see the person in the hospital. And I think that was very rewarding for us, but also families have really appreciated that quite a lot, just to see that their father is still okay, um, you know, and that they, yeah, that the patient can also speak to the families, being the one in the hospital that can't see anyone. So, so used to the Hangouts meetings that, even though we had our first staff meeting, you know, two days ago, which was very nice to see people, it's still, you know, very good, um, to have hangouts meetings, you don't have to drive. So especially with Monica, I think going forward, she wouldn't ever go back to seeing them week by week because, you know, the expense of the petrol and also time-wise, you know, yes. driving from the one hospital to the other, it's just so much easier, you know, just to quickly talk. Um, and also for them, you know, they it, it's better for planning because if she's not stuck in traffic, you know, she not, when she has a meeting with them 11, it's 11, you know, so mm. yeah. That's just opened our world quite a lot yeah and no, absolutely when when your staff started there were some that were that were battling a little bit with g suite or the the using of the of the products and you guys did one of the courses that that we um put together on udemy and used it to train your staff so how many of your staff have done the courses and has it has it improved their confidence i mean did they know everything that was there to know or sort of like has it has it improved their their way of using the products so mostly the admin girls um did it and it definitely definitely helped them a lot and i found that they actually taught you know the others to do certain things because they found the right way or the easy way you know to make a copy or just things that you didn't actually know like how to um create folders like good ideas on how to to make things easier for yourself um, and then the one actually without staff meeting now, we each month, we give them another tip, you know, like just choose two things and say, okay, I'm going to show you how to do this or how to do that. So at the staff meeting, you know, we, because we can share the screen, I would also show them, this is how you can do. So we've been training them, you know, on what just, you know, easy things, what they can do, like, um, like I know that's not really part of the G suit, but the whole thing that you showed us how you can do your WhatsApp on your computer has also oh, helped love it. all of them as well. So they, you know, most of them have their WhatsApp on their laptops as well. So, but yeah, like little things like that, we, 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 we're trying to teach them because I think they always, they don't always have the time to do the course. Absolutely. Look, I think, I think if, if you have a specific thing that, that works properly for your company, um, it does make it easier to say, okay, you guys, we're all doing this one thing. 
this is the best way to do it. Um, and then yeah. everyone's on the same page. So that's, that's great that you're using, that you're using the course and sort of like practical experience to, to make it better for you guys. Um, yeah. I find a lot of companies that, that we deal with, they say, this is what we're doing, but they don't sort of like communicate internally with the staff. They don't say, this is how you use your folder structure. This is not how we're going to start sharing with people. These are the people who have access to these folders. And I think the fact that you guys are actually putting stuff into practice and saying, this is how we're all doing it. Even though some people might be resistant to it, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I like to organize all their files the way I like them, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've also been doing this for a long time. So you understand the concept of folder structures and things like that. So it does, it does make sense. And they might roll their eyes at you at some point, but at some point they might not. Well, you know, we've, we found that it's easier to have one folder, you know, for each social worker and then we can access. So, you know, you don't have a, you have a folder for Marily and then your stats and your documents are all there. So it's just easier that way for us to, to access it. Yeah. You guys are obviously on the front line. You are sort of like, you've been working through COVID. You are um, working in the, in the ICUs. You guys at the bottom of every single one of your emails have a little signature that says your name and your telephone number and your um, the latest thing like a brain injury awareness banner or something that sort of like says about what's actually happening. But I think my favorite part about your signature is that you've got a photograph of each and every one of your social workers. Does it help? Yeah, so I think that is one of the most amazing things. Not all my staff like it, especially because they're young, you know. So some of them have asked me, like in the in the space of three months, to change the photo, change the photo, and they change their hair. But um, we have had so many compliments from other companies, um, you know, from funders, from just wherever, that this is just amazing. But the social workers themselves have said that, it has helped them so much because they would email a doctor to say, I've seen this patient, can I come and fetch a referral letter? And the doctor would say, yes, sure. And as they walk into the reception, the, the, you know, the doctor's PA would recognize, oh, you're the social worker that emailed, you know, so it's a nice way of starting, you know, communication. But yeah, basically it's just, it makes it more personal. You know, this is the person that you are speaking to. You can see that, you know, this is who Marilee is. This is how she looks. So it's just, yeah, it helped us a lot. Initially, they really didn't like it. Um, some of them have asked me, do they, you know, can they not have a photo? And I just said, no, this is how we do it. Each one yeah. of us have a photo. Um, you know, we have a designer that does the photos nicely. They're all black and white. So they're not, you know, they, they look very professional. Um, yeah. And I, we've had, like I say, I think that's been really great. Um, hmm. good, good compliments. As far as I understand, you started in PR. Do you feel like this signature at the bottom of your, of your emails is almost a, an homage, a harkening back to your, your start in PR? It's of like almost bringing the PR to social work. Yeah, I think um, I actually, I was a social worker and then I went out of it a bit and then went into PR and, you know, back because I had the opportunity to, to do this practice, but Quite interestingly, um, just a random fact, quite yes. a lot of my friends that social workers went into PR because PR is basically building relationships. And I think when you're a social worker, you know, you're very empathetic and compassionate. So 
it's one of the things that we're supposed to be good at is building relationships with people so yeah so that's um that's interesting but yeah i mean i do like doing marketing um you know and i i like promoting that so i think it was part of of um our well you know the idea to do this your 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 line of progress in this it's it's not it's not a straight path and it just it's i find it interesting because you are saying that that pr and social work has has similarity to it do you what what is the what is the next thing for you what is what is going to happen in the future for for marily portas i think um that when i started this i would never have thought that we would grow this much um i really didn't you know like i never thought when monica and i decided basically the hospital group said they're going to outsource the service and the two of us knew each other because we both worked at the hospital and we decided we're going to start a practice together um and you know give this a go and i think she had a bigger vision than me because i was happy to just stay at one hospital have a few social workers working for you and yeah we just you know grew so much and the service just yeah so i don't know i think i think her vision is to even go further than kauteng um okay. and i think great to put social work on the map um you know in in the medical field because it's not it's not a very common thing in south africa look i mean i i personally think that you're an inspiration for other insp and entrepreneurs um who've started a business and have grown a business and yeah i just think that you and your staff are obviously often dealing with people on their worst days and i hope you hear this a lot um but thank you for the for the work and the service that you do yeah not easy i mean we see quite a lot of you know very sad dramatic things but it's nice that you know that you can make a difference absolutely absolutely final thing where can people get hold of you if they want to sort of like talk about you if they want to sort of like help you expand if they want to sort of like offer you um hospitals in the western cape where can people get hold of you okay so the email address is um info@dubepotas.co.za yeah i'll put that into the show notes as well Okay and then our telephone number is 011-489-1341. Perfect. That's on the South African code +27. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much Marily. I really appreciate you talking to us. Thanks you too. Welcome back. What did you think? One of the things that I really enjoyed about this was I really enjoyed how Dube Potters integrated mental health into the management of their staff. They're Agreed. not just concerned about their patients' mental health, they're concerned about their staff's mental health. And I think that COVID has really brought that to the forefront for all of us. It's great to see how Dube Potters has been using technology to support the human element, the human contact that they're making with their patients as well as with their staff. Um, and then it took on this other aspect as well during COVID where they were able to reach out, as Marily said, to family who were overseas um, or just, you know, they could have been down the road, um, but not able to see their, their loved one in, in the hospital. So that's really great that technology has facilitated that. And I think we've all experienced that to some degree um, during COVID. Um, if this had happened during the 90s or even the 80s, it would be very, very difficult to reach out to people, to have that, that connection, whether it's via video chat 
whether it's via a WhatsApp call, it makes it much more challenging to interact with your family when you can't be right next to them. If you don't have technology. If you don't have the technology. And the technology now allows for it. Hmm. For. So I really hope you enjoyed that episode. In the next episode, we have Ruben Bass, and he is doing a WordPress plugin called Boy. And Boy is a little widget that you put in the bottom right corner of your website that allows people to contact you nice and quickly and easily uh, through WhatsApp, through um, Facebook message, or just through like a normal email. So join us for our next episode to hear more about that. If you would like to subscribe to this podcast, please go to taming.tech forward slash subscribe. And if you would like to see the show notes for this episode, it is taming.tech forward slash three. That's the number three. Because this is episode number three. Yes. Thanks and we'll see you in the next episode.